We bring in Richard Zussman, Global News reporter based at the legislature. Good afternoon, Richard. Hey, Bruce. Good afternoon. Well, this is uh, something that is definitely required. I like those words. I like the words of uh, increasing the supply, fighting speculation. Um, Is it going to work? Yeah, so the government has tried this before, back in 2018, and what have we seen since then? The highest housing prices we've seen in the province's history, uh, rents that have hit a point higher than we've ever seen in history, and 0% vacancy. So is it going to work? We'll see. Uh, David Eby has committed a lot of time and resources to putting together this plan. Uh, It tackles far more than just building homes, because the province ultimately realized that in building homes, uh, while more people are coming here, it is actually driving up the housing values. And so now there are going to be uh, new tools that are put in place. So a big piece of all of this uh, is a mandatory policy where every municipality in this province uh, will have secondary suites. There will be pushback from some municipalities around this, but the province is stepping in to forge ahead with that. There will also be uh, a policy that any single-family home can be developed to up to four suites. So that will put additional density in places where we historically have had uh, detached family homes. There's going to be a flipping tax put in place, very few details on that policy piece, but that will be coming to stop those uh, who have been uh, building and buying homes solely to make profits to flip them uh, in a red-hot market. And the last big policy piece here, Bruce, uh, is a loan that will be put in place uh, to encourage people to build uh, rental suites on their property. So that could include a laneway home, that could include a basement suite. Starting in early 2024, homeowners will be able to access a loan of up to 50%, a forgivable loan for the cost of renovations up to a maximum of $40,000 over five years. So that could help Uh, improve the value in people's home, but it will also ensure that there are more spaces to rent. And the only way you get that loan back, Bruce, is if you meet the conditions, including renting out a unit below market rates for a minimum of five years. Well, those are three definite things, and at least they're well articulated, I think, from the province. But I'd like to touch on one of these, Richard. And uh, I think it's really easy and kind of rich for the province to talk about putting more suites into uh, one piece of property. I live in Clayton Heights in uh, in Surrey, and uh, there are multiple suites already in uh, in some of the houses, single detached houses. And guess what? It is a huge problem when it comes to garbage collection. A yep. even bigger problem when it comes to parking, and uh, nobody's put any consideration in for that. Province doesn't have to worry about it. They can offload that concern to the municipality, to the cities. You deal with it. You deal with garbage. You deal with all the extra servicing and all the extra parking. Uh, is there any talk from the province on how they're going to square that? Yeah, and it's not just parking and garbage. It's schools, it's hospitals, it's roads. It's all the amenities attached with when you increase density. And sure, when you increase density along transit lines, a lot of that is built in, and that's part of the plan as well. But you raise a very important point, and, and it came up in the press conference that I just attended. Victoria Mayor Marianne Alto was there, and she spoke about as people get used to living in smaller spaces, they need to rely more heavily on out side spaces from their home, 
but also rely on their municipality to do exactly what you mentioned, ensure that the garbage is picked up, ensure that the services are delivered. And the, the buzzword here, when you mentioned buzzwords, was about partnerships, working with municipalities. And that is going to come with time. There will be the support there, but it adds a whole new layer. And as we see communities like Surrey continue to grow its density, like Burnaby, as we see communities that have been served a certain way for a long time potentially fundamentally change with these policies, there's going to need to be a catch-up from the province to help provide those additional resources just to do the basics, as you mentioned, ensure that there's parking, ensure that garbage is picked up, ensure that the kids have a place to go to school. The other one we're talking about here, if we're to go right to that middle piece, uh, speculation, that's huge. And uh, governments have taken an attempt to uh, curb this and being kind of successful at doing it. But speculation still drives part of the market, doesn't it? Yeah, and it's a business too, right? That there are people in this province who make a lot of money uh, speculating and flipping homes. And whenever you have a commodity that it is in demand as this, there's going to be a market for reselling. And we will see what this flipping tax looks like. But there are going to be a lot of, uh, you know, people... One of the challenges here is there are a lot of developers who rely on building and moving, building and moving, building and moving. And will they be caught under the flipping tax or will they be exempt because they're, in essence, putting houses into the market and taking advantage of a commodity? And this has been an issue for as long as I've worked in Metro Vancouver and probably for as long as you've worked in Metro Vancouver, Bruce, is the there is a demand to live here. It drives up the prices and people's equity is locked up in their homes. And if you influence those markets too much, those who have that built up equity could lose it over time. And those who are trying to get into the market feel this tremendous pressure getting in. And that's the give and take that happens around the housing debate. And one of those challenges that the province is going to have to grapple with. But the reality is a lot of these solutions, we're not going to feel any difference until after the next provincial election, which is now scheduled for the fall of 2024. And it's going to be fascinating how the um, conversation shapes up leading through now, right through that election period. For most of us, crime is something we see on the news. We never think it could happen to us until it does. Loved ones are gone. And for the survivors, the scars will never heal. I'm Nancy Hickst, a senior crime reporter for Global News. And on this season of Crime Beat, I'll take you inside some of the most serious crime stories I've covered. Season six of Crime Beat is available now on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and all podcast platforms.